0: Right now, Molly, our dog, is laying underneath the table and laughing or breathing really hard. Hi, everyone. I'm Jordan Reed.
1: I'm Lindsay Reed.
0: And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff.
1: Each week, we talk about things like true crime,
0: g g g g g ghosts,
1: urban legends.
0: Hold on. Count me. Give me three, two, one.
1: Three,
0: two, one. Zombies.
1: <laughs> <general>. Uh, cryptids.
0: Nighttime in general.
1: Anything spooky related.
0: Mine were actually kind of spooky that time.
1: I know, but I don't know why you had to say them like you were like a DJ.
0: It's episode 130 and I'm trying to bring a little heat. Oh, Okay. And also, you're back from being captured by a Bigfoot.
1: I am, yeah. Well... Good thing you guys solved those riddles, because I couldn't figure them out.
0: Well, I want to unpack that in a second. Mm -hmm. But every single week since the dawn of civilization, Lindsay and I will both research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will go to outside, I guess, and I'll go somewhere else outside, but farther away. And we both research a topic separately of one another. I think I already said that. And then we come back into our home, this is the same one, and then we we talk about what we've researched with each and every one of you and each other. Oh boy, that was hard. Yeah. And this week, I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to you, Lindsay, because you're back safe and sound.
1: Well, thank you. I guess I will dedicate my portion of the show to you and Molly, because I'm back with you guys.
0: How does it feel... Being back. So tell everyone where you were. You got captured by I a Bigfoot? I
1: was squatching. Okay. Um, and yeah, I got captured.
0: Did it kind of take you a little bit to think about what you were going to say just then?
1: I don't to get rid of it.
0: So, Lindsay just had to put uh, one of her paintings in front of the window because the sun was hurting her eyes because she's just been trapped underground, I guess, right? By a bunch well, of big yeah. feet.
1: <laughs> so, my eyes haven't fully adjusted yet to um, Earth because I don't know where I was. So,
0: when you, hmm, now when you don't know where you are, do you automatically assume that you're not on Earth?
1: Possibly.
0: Well, I feel like you're the only one who would know that answer.
1: I was on Earth, but <laughs> I was trapped.
0: Okay, so what happened to you? Tell us what happened to you.
1: You know, just a huge, like when <laughs> you get trapped by um, a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, what, did ju- it, what did it
0: look like, you know?
1: It looked like a typical Bigfoot, except that um, its belly had no fur on it.
0: Oh, so it was kind of cuter. No. Oh, okay.
1: I thought it made it a little scarier.
0: All right. Like, I didn't
1: know if, okay, like, because I only saw the one.
0: You only saw one?
1: There was only one that captured me.
0: Okay, now, you had your own cell phone, or no?
1: Yeah, well, it let me keep my cell phone because I don't think it quite understood what it was.
0: Okay, but it said, (laughs) did, did the Bigfoot let you call our spooky spouse's hotline?
1: Well... It didn't know what I was doing, you, you oh, know, because okay. like it doesn't understand what a phone is. Hmm. So like I was trapped, but like I'm sure it was probably thinking like,
0: why does it? Why does it keep talking to that square? That's what it's saying to you. Yeah, like that's what oh, it's probably thinking. Yeah.
1: So like I could really call anybody. I mean, I should have called nine one one, but I figured, you know, I'll just call the hotline because that's the only numbers I remember. You know, I don't even remember that one. I had to look it up.
0: Okay. So yeah. <laughs> I also want to know, now, so I'd like to know, in in your panicked state, well, mm-hmm. how panicked were you? Were you panicked at all?
1: Um, About, no, I was okay.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, so. It was a
1: little frightful, but, you know, I'd, nothing I couldn't handle.
0: Cool. All right. Yeah. So what made you call the hotline and not just, you know, like me directly or, again, like like you were saying, 9 one Because the funny thing about you calling the hotline, since you're like, oh, I'll just call the hotline, is because, you know, it's set on do not disturb, so it just goes right to voicemail. So you must have been enjoying yourself being captured by Sasquatch. Well,
1: yeah, like I said, I wasn't scared or threatened. I was just there. Like, I was just stuck. I was, like, in hiatus, just like, okay, well, once I figure out these riddles, I can go. So I figured, I'm not going to just call you because... <laughs> You're not going to so be able ready to. For this. <laughs>
0: you're
1: not going to be able to handle what figuring those out by yourself.
0: <laughs> well, if you well be, because you listened to last week's episode, I think that that was a good assumption, right? I did not. I was bad at them.
1: So yeah, so I was like, I'm not going to call, you know, and I'm not going to call nine one one because who's going to believe me that I'm captured by Big Feet or Big Foot? Yeah, there's only one.
0: I don't. know. Oh, are Okay. Do you think there were others around, or was it just kind of the one?
1: I don't know. I just saw the one. I kind of just was like, okay, let's outweigh my options. I can use my phone. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> I played Wordsy. I yeah. mean, yeah, he didn't have a charger. Or why didn't they why didn't, didn't, didn't have you, a charger? But
0: why didn't you like tweet something out like, "OMG, Toads captured, Toads ca-, You know, like or like shortened captured to cap."
1: Well, I did. You did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. But usually people don't really read or like any of my tweets, so I think that just kind of got lost in the algorithm.
0: It might have been. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: don't call for help on Twitter because nobody really cares. I If I would have been smarter, I would have like posted a picture of Molly and then said, like, oh. help, I'm captured. But yeah, since... You know
0: what <laughs> would be a really funny thing? To just post pictures of Molly all the time and just the caption being, help, I'm captured. Or, oh no but just a picture of Molly.
1: Well, my leg's gone, but, you know, I'm still okay. (laughs) Not kicking, if you know what I mean.
0: (laughs) I I wonder what that would do to the algorithm as a whole if you posted cute animal photos, so then the robot goes, This looks good. Must put this in front of more people's eyes. But then with the caption just being captured... I wonder if that would, like, mess with the algorithm, if it would, like, cancel itself out.
1: I don't know. I'm surprised that more people don't do that, like, when they want to say something that's going to be, like, kind of, I don't know, a little iffy. Yeah. And then, like, post it. Because if you put, like, a bunch of cute kittens and then you put your opinion on, like, <laughs> politics or something, it's <laughs> like you got people to look because you put kittens on there. But, like, they didn't read what it said and you're like, nah, I got him to like it.
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Well, we're happy you're back. Very happy you're back. I'm very happy you're safe. Yeah, I'm Uh, glad to be back. I would also like to say Mason did a great job while you were gone. Oh, good. In a pinch in an emergency situation. Uh, He did say, though, that his last name was Reed. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was a joke or if he got his last name legally changed or without us knowing. He kind of legally or black markety got married to us without us knowing.
1: Yeah, that's okay. All right. I mean, what what is it going to hurt? Nothing, really. Yeah. Welcome to the family.
0: We might get a, like a better tax break, I guess. I don't really know.
1: Oh, yeah. Can we claim him as a dependent? or? Maybe. Okay.
0: Let me Google it. Bleep bloop bloop. We can. <laughs> 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 um, okay, cool. Hey, really quick. This might not be related to the show, but I'm very excited about it. And I think that this is something Lindsay and I, if we are doing something, we'll let you know that we're doing it. Uh, this Friday, I have an album coming out. And if you want to look it up, you can. I made an album with my very good friend, Turner. And uh, I'll maybe put a link in the show notes. But it's uh, fun. So that's all I want to say about it. Because I feel it feels weird and shameless.
1: Yeah, check it out. It's a really good album.
0: Lindsay listened to it. And she said that she liked it. And that made me feel very good.
1: Yes, my recommendations when you asked me what it sounded like was like a mix between like apex twin alt j and low roar
0: i think those are i think those are good because i like all those groups and that makes me feel like we did a good job you did and okay whatever Turner and i've been working on it for over a year uh i'm very proud of the music i know turner is as well so i hope you all like it it's a little spooky kind of
1: i guess so if you're in like if you're in a spooky situation or you're like maybe ghost hunting listening to it yeah yeah it could be pretty scary
0: Speaking of scary, yeah. I'm we're, we're getting down to business right now. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready.
0: Okay. So the last episode that you were here for before you got captured, I was getting all confused with what I was talking about because I never delete my screenshots.
1: Yeah. You started a bunch of stories and never finished them.
0: <laughs> That's true. So I have a quick glitch in the matrix. Okay. Oh, and but before, yeah. a little bit of breaking booze, where Lindsay and I live, I got excited because in Google News, I saw that there was a report. Reporting locally of a "quote unquote" creature.
1: Yes, they said a bipedal creature.
0: But I don't think anything came of it because I said, "Ooh, I might have just found something for our show." And then Lindsay said, "Oh, did you see the creature thing?" And I went, (laughs) "Ah, yeah, I did see the creature." Well, because I live
1: here too, so you know. Well, yeah. (laughs) I I hear about the news.
0: I know. I just thought it was funny that you were obviously scoping the sitch (laughs) before I scoped the sitch.
1: Basically, someone saw a light and then a bipedal creature. The cops showed up and they were like, "Uh, I don't know. And that was about it. That's the (laughs) extent of the story. Isn't that every cryptid story?
0: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of these days, if I remember, if I just say it now, I might put it in the universe. Maybe one of these days I'll tell my story about how I called the cops because I thought there was something in my mom and dad's house twice. Yeah. Uh, and it's, I think it's funny, but it ended up, it's not a cryptid, but anyways, I'm going to move on. Okay. Okay. So I have something from Glitch in the Matrix, which I'm stoked about. And the the title is, I'm assuming that they're from somewhere in the UK, because mm-hmm. it says, not my mom and daughter. They mom. said
1: it in that accent too.
0: You can kind of read it. It says,
1: Please say in this accent.
0: Please say in a really, really bad British accent. Not me, mum and daughter. Okay. Daughter. Mum. M U M. Mum. Which I think is.
1: You were saying daughter, kind of like.
0: Not me, mum and daughter. That's
1: a little Scottish, I think. Not my mum. Not uh, me, mum and daughter. Not me, mum and daughter. Okay, this could go on for a really long time. (laughs) So, what is the story? Did it
0: get better towards the end when I was saying it? Yeah. Okay, so what
1: Here's is, the story. <laughs> What's
0: her Here's the story. story. It's short and sweet, and I love it a lot. It's from Reddit user Honey Lala You.
1: Oh, okay. So, like, honey, I love you, but like, honey, you
0: Honey, lala you.
1: It's like when you drank too much. Yes. And you're telling everybody you love them. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Not me, mom and daughter. Here's the story, and I will not use that accent anymore. <laughs> My daughter had been really good at her first week of primary school. She's five. So I let her go to me mum's for the weekend. <laughs> uh, I don't know why that's so funny. On the Friday night, I went to the grocery store to grab a few things for dinner and also snuck in a cheeky chocolate bar Ooh. while my husband and other kids were at home. I love the idea of getting yourself little treats.
1: Yeah, but when you said this was probably a British person and they're using like mum and cheeky. Yeah. I think it's an American trying to sound British.
0: Why wouldn't why? Because
1: those are like typical British words that people are like, oh, that's what the Brits say.
0: Oh, they love to say cheeky. Cheeky. Well, it also just could be someone from the UK.
1: No, I wanted to prove it.
0: <laughs> Hold on, let me Google. Let me Google the the username. Bleep blah 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 bleep blur blur. Yeah, honey, Lala, you is actually from Montana.
1: If they say a word that starts with a th and they pronounce it as like an f, then I know for sure they're from Britain.
0: So like, um, Fair were instead yes. of there they were. Yeah. Man. I love a British accent. And they're so diverse. <laughs> they're so great. They are. Okay. So, a uh, storyteller snuck in a cheeky chocolate bar. I love a good little treat. Uh, continuing with the story. Just as I was munching back the chocolate. Oh, so they didn't waste any time. They just started eating the chocolate bar right out of the store. Yeah. That's awesome. Have I you w- ever
1: eaten a chocolate bar in the store and then pay for I th- it later? I
0: thought you were going to say, have I ever eaten a chocolate bar in a parking lot? And the answer is no. In the store? <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of. Do those little tiny lint truffles count? Like the little individual wrap ones?
1: Yeah, and then you pay for them later.
0: Well, what's yeah, the, last, oh, what's the last
1: part of it? That's rude. But no, I used to do it all the time. Like, And it's just funny to think about like... I couldn't wait another minute to eat my chocolate bar. I had to eat it while I was in the grocery store shopping. Yeah. Like, I couldn't wait another minute no. to eat that.
0: No, it's really difficult, especially if you know. There There have been so many times where I've had a mission to go to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and I know that I'm going there, and I will be getting myself a cheeky treat. <laughs> And and it takes. It's so difficult for me to show restraint, but I do show restraint, and I wait to eat my special treat, even though I feel ravenous. Mm -hmm. I wait to eat it at home because I also like to have special treats when I'm like in the perfect setting. Yeah. But in a grocery store, I also don't like eating in front of a lot of a lot of other people, and I don't want someone to see me in a grocery store as a customer eating in the aisles and they're like what's going on is that is he okay or is he not okay
1: oh i used to do it all the time or get something to drink i used to be like super thirsty and i would be like i have to drink this and i'll pay for it when i check out
0: i've done the drink one yes i've done the drink one
1: you're trapped in a big snack cupboard yeah and they don't expect you to eat anything
0: that is kind of a thing you're in a grocery store For those of you listening for the first time, this podcast is really scary. This is just like one of the (laughs) weird, weird uh, parts that never happens. It's not scary. Uh, Time in. People who own and operate grocery stores, they put a lot of trust in people not to just sort of gather together outside and go, why don't we just go in and just start eating everything? Right. it's just food in there waiting to be eaten.
1: Sometimes you just want to, you know, suck on a frozen shrimp while you shop.
0: You're right. Yeah. uh but yes i did use eat chocolate bars or little chocolate pieces but i didn't pay for them
1: but, oh so how many places but, do you owe money
0: well one place and it's where i used to, it's a gro- it's a local grocery chain where oh, i so
1: i know it w- yes So i'm gonna call there call him and i'm gonna be like your employee jordan reed you know what he owes you like probably 250 in like uh, for the three truffles that he ate up. Okay, a little bit higher. Than
0: Maybe about two seventy-five, <laughs> about three hundred bucks.
1: Maybe he needs to work there for a week to pay but off thing,
0: his debt. But the thing is, though, all the money I would—well, uh, you know what? Call him, call him because our sister-in-law works there, so you can call <laughs> him. But. I know that I think they would sort of let that one slide because it might be a little bit too embarrassing for any person to handle because uh, it's going to be about 300 bucks approximately in chocolate and jelly beans because when I would get back from lunch break, I would just want a cheeky treat and I would get a (laughs) cheeky treat and I would um, put them in the pockets of my apron when I was working produce and I would just sneak little cheeky treats as I was stacking apples.
1: Oh, wow you okay what? so what about this glitch <laughs> matrix before you even say you know what just let's get back to your topic
0: okay all right this is derailed I love, way too much i love treats
1: what kind of treats cheeky treats.
0: <laughs> Okay. I'm ready. Just as I've the been story- ready. I know, but you were also talking about treats.
1: We've been talking about jelly beans and truffles. Yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: I love them. So as the storyteller was munching on their cheeky chocolate bar in the parking lot, right when they got out of the store, they look up. Well, I guess I could just continue the story. I look up and my mum's car is driving past in the car park or parking lot. Now, car park leads me to believe this person is British. Yeah. Car park. Okay. So they were going slow. So this person saw their mom's car driving very slowly in the parking lot.
1: And they came in their mom's car. No. Like they, oh, they just saw their mom. They,
0: they went there on their own. Uh, the storyteller's mom and daughter mm-hmm. were together. At, uh, I guess allegedly at her mom's house. Okay. So her daughter staying with her grandma. They drove past the mom, I guess, eating her chocolate bar. And her mom and her daughter looked at her eating the chocolate bar And they waved, they pointed, and they laughed because she was just eating a chocolate bar by herself in a parking lot. I would also laugh. And then, continuing with the story, there's this hand signal thing that we always do to each other when we see each other. And her daughter did it to her, and they drove off. After a few minutes, I finished the chocolate bar, and I call me mom... To laugh with her about what had just happened. And she told me that they had not left her place all night and that the storyteller's daughter had been asleep for about an hour and a half.
1: Would you think they were messing with her? Or you really think it was Glitch in the Matrix?
0: I don't know. I, I if if they were messing with her, it's a very quick, um, quick what scheming on yeah. the storyteller's mom's part. Yeah. They that that would have I don't know. I this one for me, I guess I think is leans a little bit more on the true side of things okay i don't know why because they're british i trust people i trust non-americans way more (laughs) than i trust (laughs) american people yeah so i just trust them
1: okay i don't know well maybe i don't know
0: what do you make of that do you think it was they were just having a having a joke about or do you think
1: like i said with the glitch in the matrix stuff i have to see it to believe it
0: yeah i hear that Because i just
1: don't know because there is no other like reasonable like thing that it could be besides that so it's like for it to be for sure a glitch yeah i need to i need to experience it myself
0: i agree okay do you want another glitch or do you want something from the paranormal subreddit
1: let's do a paranormal since you've been so glitch crazy
0: okay this one's neat this one is paranormal and has to do with the dream world okay ready for this yes This is from, I am not, oh, this is the one that I was not going to say their Reddit username two episodes ago because it sounds like a swear. Even though it's not, I'm just not going to say it. And I think we call them like, I don't know, like Cashew Rick or something like that.
1: I think it was like Jungle something, but let's call this person... Why don't we
0: call him Jungle Terry? Okay, because I guess
1: we can call it Jungle Terry.
0: Jungle Terry, where Lindsay and I grew up, was a dude who would travel to birthday parties and bring animals. So let's call it Jungle Terry.
1: Sure.
0: Jungle Terry. Wow, we could do a whole episode just on Jungle Terry. That dude was wild. <laughs> Okay. Hey, I'd like to order a bunch of uh, giant frogs and a baby alligator to my child's birthday party. Thanks. Didn't you
1: have Jungle Terry at a birthday party?
0: Birthday parties, plural. Two of them. Oh,
1: because you were a rich kid.
0: No. Yeah. I loved animals. No,
1: you got (laughs) to do cool stuff.
0: I don't know how expensive Joe. I was not a rich kid.
1: No, and the town that we grew up there was like the village people, which were like
0: they not, all dance and they a wear lots the dancing guys and with the headdress with
1: different uh, outfits on. But they were like, oh, those are the people that had money. And then so there's the village people, and then there's the lake rats. And that's where I lived on the lake. And the funny thing is it's not even that bad it's not bad at all in no, the town we grew up it's at all.
0: Prettier than the village.
1: It's so pretty. But like we were the trashy, we were the lake rats. I we love... didn't get jungle terry is basically the point of the story. Okay,
0: well, two things. I got him twice, and then <laughs> another thing. I like how every so often when when, when this show also, kind of devolve sometimes into putting each other on blast for the <laughs> silliest things. Like, oh, yeah, well, you grew up and you had a guy bring animals to your house twice in a big van. Yeah. One time, though, he did deliver me uh, a puppy as a surprise. That oh. was very cute.
1: You just keep rubbing it in.
0: And then I we I got all... a really
1: mean cat, which we've talked about before, Buddy. Yeah. And he was mean.
0: Yeah, and he sounded like he was saying Carl when he would meow. Mm-hmm, yeah. But then after Jungle Terry, the first time, delivered a puppy... Uh, to our house, to our five-story mansion. Yeah. Um, we all were like, oh, that's so funny, Jungle Terrence. And we would call him Jungle Terrence because it's oh, a little his, bit...
1: that's his classier name. Yeah.
0: And then we all, I think I was maybe in like fifth grade or something, sixth grade, and then we all drank champagne and um, we just laid mm. in these giant piles of money and we like laughed <laughs> and laughed and let all the snakes and frogs roll around and then we fed, yeah. we, we fed the frogs loose change. I just love being super wealthy. (laughs) No, we were not rich growing up. I'm ready for
1: this paranormal story. I've been waiting for it.
0: Here's the title. My, fr- I like how you say you were waiting for it, but then you had to you had to say. I know. Up- I,
1: I start the tangents, and then you just go on and on and on. We're like a recipe for disaster. I get it. We're both at fault.
0: You know, like who we kind of are.
1: You're doing it again. It's okay. Who?
0: The two old puppets from the Muppet Show. What are they the called? Like Waldorf Salad and
1: I forget Caesar
0: Salad. We're like Waldorf and Caesar Salad the two old Muppets. Yeah. Here's the title of the of the story. My friend sent me this today. It just happened. Any insight? Okay, here's a story. Yesterday was one of the weirdest days ever. I was watching a chess tournament on YouTube. Okay, well, maybe that's why it was weird. Hmm. And suddenly had an awful migraine and felt that I had to go to bed right away to make it go away. When I did, I had a dream about a, this person says, quote-unquote friend, that they cut ties with earlier this year because this friend was acting, acting a fool. Okay. They don't use as nice w- of words, and I just said that. Continuing on, I remember she told me something when when I visited her house, she being the friend. She told me something when I visited her house, And saw a lot of weird stuff, like dream catchers, lots of playing cards with weird drawings on them. Kind of demonic, but I thought they looked cool. I agree, demonic stuff usually looks kind of neat.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: When I asked her about them, she laughingly said, they're for voodoo magic, and I also laughed. So this yeah. is before the storyteller and their friend cut ties. They just had a good laugh about voodoo and right. weird, weird occult little things around. Just uh, having
1: a good old chuckle about demons.
0: Exactly. And we all love that. Mm-hmm. When I woke up, so this is now back to present day. When I woke up, I saw I had two missed calls from this friend that they cut ties with. Okay. Keep in mind, we did not talk or have any interaction with... For a little over a year, I don't believe in any of this nonsense. But what happened blew my mind. So it seems a little—I mean, it very well could be coincidental. But the storyteller, all of a sudden, after watching what I could only assume would be a, a thrilling chess tournament on YouTube, yeah, I hope it was live streamed because wow, have you ever been to one of those? Holy smokes!
1: Yeah, hold on, to watching. Your butts.
0: Hold on to your all of your butts, each one of them. <laughs> watching a chess tournament, migraine. Has to go to sleep, wakes up, two missed calls from a friend they cut ties with, who allegedly was into, according to them, voodoo magic and occult sort of things. Right. Do you think the friend, the ex friend, was casting a curse?
1: Maybe. Well, did they ever say what the friend called for?
0: Never got that info.
1: Like what if it was just coincidence and the friend was calling because they were like, Hey, I this- just I just want my stuff back. <laughs> yeah. Or are you watching are you gonna say you were watching this chess tournament? Hey,
0: did you watch the rook move to whatever <laughs> pawn six or something? I'm not I I don't know chess. Right. Yeah, I don't really know why they would have called, but In this day and age... It is weird. If you call once, you don't leave a voicemail anymore. No one leaves voicemails anymore. Right. Also, no one says bye on the phone if you're talking to a stranger, if you're just like placing an order. Okay, thanks. You hang up. No one says bye anymore.
1: Well, a lot of people don't call anymore. So if she called twice, then she might be in trouble.
0: Exactly. Or she was calling to say, hey, uh, are my voodoo spells working? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you have a headache oh good my my voodoo spells are oh, working
1: good Hold Well, yeah. What do, you, what do you do if like you ask them if your voodoo spells are working and then they say i think so because i had a dream about you last night do you hang up or do you just like laugh or like do you say like oh, i'm sorry
0: i don't know because okay say i was getting a hex put on me from far away from somebody else uh-huh. and they called to ask if they were working if they were working, well, it doesn't really matter what I would say because if I say, yeah, they're working and they really wanted me to feel some sort of pain, they would probably amp it up. And they go, well, yeah. check this one out. But if I said, no, I don't know what you mean, then they would also amp it up even more to try to make it work.
1: So you're just kind of doomed either way.
0: Exactly. Hmm. So I don't know what you do in that situation. if you I just-
1: guess nothing.
0: You just don't answer the phone.
1: Well, that's not going to stop your dreams.
0: It won't stop your dreams, but it might stop potential, like, hexing.
1: (laughs) Like you just said, though, if they don't answer, they're just going to be like, I'm going to keep doing it.
0: Or I guess they could just make a tiny little cell. Like, I always picture the old sort of voodoo dolls that, you know, like have the X's for eyes or whatever. Yeah. They could just make a miniature cell phone and then put it up to the voodoo doll and put it up to the voodoo doll's ear. So then you'd go, oh, no. And then you enter the phone like. (laughs) Panamime.
1: i don't oh yeah i guess you could do that
0: yeah great (laughs) Great. well Well,
1: very odd
0: yeah that's all i have
1: i just want to know what that person wanted like they needed to add to the story and be like i called them back because if that person did not call them back that's rude they called twice and people don't call
0: no no one calls
1: so it probably was an emergency
0: i bet you it was a voodoo emergency maybe well that's all i have Okay, so one of our neighbors literally just drove up and gave us uh, eight little bags of frozen ground beef, and so we forget what we were talking about. So we're just going to go to Haunted Housekeeping, and when we're there, we're going to cook a lot of meat. Does that sound cool to you, Linz? I guess so. Okay.
1: We don't really eat a lot of meat, but... Not
0: anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I told that. Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. We will see each and every one of you in the Haunted Housekeeping Zone in three... Two... One... Well, hey there, everybody. How are you? Haha, <laughs> Welcome to the Haunted Housekeeping Zone. If you'd like to know more about our show, check out some of our merchandise, or anything, really, you can go to SpookySpousesCast.com and look around.
1: We have plenty of stuff on there. We have uh, new merchandise on there. They're ready for Yeti collection, which maybe you just need a blanket, or maybe you need a mug to put your blanket in.
0: Or maybe you need a long-sleeve t-shirt and a short-sleeve t-shirt to wrap in to wrap the blanket that you put in the mug in those things. Yeah. You can do that. Just go to SpookySpousesCast.com and look around, and while you're there, click on the Scavengers Network link and check out all the other great shows, and then, network. They're very fun and nice.
1: Also, if you didn't hear the cool news already, we have a tiny little TV, little mini series thing going called Spell Bonding. You can find Spell Bonding on YouTube if you search Spooky Spouses Spell Bonding.
0: That's right. Spell Bonding is a little video series we're doing where we holler at a friend, a listener, whoever, really, and they tell us some scary stories they might have.
1: It's spooky, scary.
0: Yeah, it's pretty scary. So please, uh, use the restroom before you watch the videos.
1: Yes. Absolutely. And hey, if you're using the restroom and you think, wow, something really scary is probably going to come up the toilet, but I'm scared and I don't know how to express my feelings. Maybe you want to call our haunted hotline and ask us. We can maybe give you some mediocre advice.
0: I had no idea where you were going with that and you really <laughs> took me on a trip. If you'd like to, our haunted hotline number is 803-816-2667 or 803 816 Booze.
1: Such a scarier number.
0: It's way scarier when you say the words and not the numbers. Yes. You can call us any time of day or any time of night and leave us a voicemail. You can also send us a text and we'll either read the text or listen to the voicemail on an upcoming episode. And if you are looking for some of the spookiest clothes and also the swaggiest drip that you can find, you can head over to NativeLanguageClothing.com or find them on Instagram, Native Language Co., and do some clickings some scrolling and add some real cool swaggy drip to your cart and use the promo code SPOOKYSPOUSES at checkout. All lowercase, all one word and you will get 30% off your order.
1: So check them out. Get your uh, spooky Sherpa on.
0: Yeah, they have Sherpa shorts and very cool hoodies and they're very fun. And if you like our show and you want to help support our show and help support the Scavengers Network in general, you can go to patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network and be a monthly donor. You can donate two bucks a month $40,000 a month if you really want to
1: $40,000 and one cent a month you're welcome to do so
0: yeah and then that kind of just lets people know that you're kind of a jokester
1: (laughs) yeah because like that one cent like it's something but it's not much
0: and it's funny yeah you'll get exclusive bonus content you'll get discounts in the scavengers network store you might even get some early access stuff who knows again that's patreon.com slash the scavengers network we'd love to see you there check it out and now here is an advertisement for a podcast that we enjoy welcome to shelly has opinions
1: the podcast where the chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister shelly's opinions on a variety of silly topics we weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way and shelly likes it right shelly
0: i just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything But it's very hard. Look for
1: new episodes every Tuesday on ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y-HasOpinions.com. Join
0: the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya.
1: Welcome back, Spooky Buddies. I like to say Spooky Buddies. I know i mean i could be more creative but it doesn't come to mind fast enough
0: and that's the thing don't force anything
1: uh creative creatures
0: i guess you could say creative creatures (laughs) if you really wanted to
1: i guess so well welcome back i have a fun topic i think this week okay
0: i'm excited for it
1: because i totally forgot about this person and then i was like oh yeah that was a fun time in our lives
0: in our lives?
1: In everyone's lives, I feel like.
0: Oh, okay. I am excited to hear what this is. Do you
1: have any guesses to what it is?
0: Ooh, An exciting time in our lives and us being everyone
1: uh it's very nostalgic
0: uh, does it have anything to do with like the barnum and bailey's circus no does it have But that anything? one tiger did
1: attack one of them
0: i thought that was siegfried and roy
1: oh maybe i uh,
0: just don't have but tigers
1: didn't, didn't things happen in the circus all the time because it's like you really can't you shouldn't have animals like that cooped up in a circus tent
0: i feel like there were probably like some... a lot of things
1: yeah, I feel like there was some elephant trampling or...
0: Just imagine how many things happened in the Barnum and Bailey Circus that did not get reported. Like yeah. Like, how many animal stomps, animal bites, poisonings, uh, I don't know, what else? Uh, double poisonings.
1: Um, insults from clowns. Yeah. You which know... Is rude. Well, look at SeaWorld. Nobody yeah. reported anything with that, and, like, people were literally getting eaten by whales.
0: Yes, in front of a group. yeah. <laughs> Which is like the thing, if I went to SeaWorld and I saw someone get eaten alive, I think it's safe to say it would ruin, it would at least ruin my day.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I don't think anything really terrible happened to the SeaWorld close to us before it closed, except for the boating accident.
0: There was a boating accident. You're yeah, right. Yeah, the boat
1: like like shot off the lake into a crowd of people. It was bad. Yeah, because it was like 18-year-old kids like doing a show.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyways... I could go on about SeaWorld for a long time. It's terrible. (laughs) But this has nothing to do with SeaWorld. Okay. Or the circus. Okay. This is Miss Cleo.
0: Miss Cleo. Remember
1: the psychic media? Yes. She was on TV and she had the infomercials and, Mm -hmm. you know, Miss Cleo. Well, she passed away from cancer, I think, in 2016. Oh,
0: that's very sad. Which is
1: really sad. But I mean, everybody knew her little her little infomercials. If you didn't, it would usually play like later at night. Yeah, you would call her. She would give you a psychic reading. Reading, but <laughs> <laughs> what's Sorry. your you? Sorry, my southern accent came out.
0: I think when you were hanging out with sasquatches, you picked up their southern accent because you've said infomercial and you've also said reading infer reading
1: Maybe it's because Miss Cleo had a Jamaican accent, so now I'm just like getting all tossed all over the place with accents. You
0: were you, we we live in an area where there's a Southern accent. You were dealing with Sasquatches, I guess. Maybe not on Earth. You're thinking about Miss Cleo. Maybe. I'm sure you're worked up thinking about Sea World in general.
1: Yeah, that I'm always that's always a thing. Yeah. On my mind, but okay, we all thought it was kind of funny and goofy and whatever. And I kind of looked up more information about. Miss Cleo, mm-hmm. and it was pretty interesting, but some things to start off on a light note is that she actually had a lot of clientele that would call her and just, like, be there as a friend.
0: Well, that's really nice. Um,
1: Yeah, a lot of people reported that, you know, when they felt lonely, they would just call and talk to Miss Cleo. But, I mean, there is a flip side. It's like she was charging you money to talk to her. But, hey, True. if it was helping with your depression, yeah. I mean, that could be great. Uh, this person said, I'm sad that Miss Cleo has died. Her voice kept me company during many late-night infomercial insomnia attacks. This person says, "Rest in peace, Miss Cleo. I'll never forget the time I was seven years old and I called for my fortune. Um, my parents were really mad because they got a bill for three hundred dollars." Seven years old.
0: <laughs> yeah, I love that because you have no idea how money works in general, and well... you're just like, "I'll be, I'll be on the phone for talking to Miss Cleo for a long time."
1: Well, I mean, there's, I think I, I know how Miss Cleo made money because there's a lot of these reports. Uh, this person says. One time I ran my mom's phone bill up cuz my girlfriends and I called Miss Cleo at a sleepover to see if our crushes liked us.
0: <laughs> you know, that sounds that sounds like so much fun.
1: Yeah, actually this person actually called Miss Cleo on a three-way with my bestie a few times, but I was smart enough not to dial it on my phone to get in trouble. So, I don't know wh- whose phone they were using cuz
0: I don't know either. I
1: don't think it's he- a have pay one Miss- phone. I don't know.
0: Isn't that weird that there were just standalone phones, like in the middle of a town? You would they just... just
1: call. You had to remember people's numbers. Yes. Well, they had phone books.
0: Yeah, attached to the giant, just standalone phone. Yeah. In the middle of a street.
1: You just call anybody you want. It's weird. This person says, "Miss Cleo dying just reminds me that I owe my dad sixty five dollars for that one time in fourth grade <laughs> when I called her with my best friend." Another one, never forget that one time my brother and I called Miss Cleo, ran up a $400 phone bill. $400? And then we blamed it on the babysitter and she got fired.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay.
1: So. $400? You know, okay, so Miss Cleo, it might have been a big old hoax, but everybody remembers her and it's funny stories now. You
0: know, even, even if her psychic readings were fake or not. The fact that Miss Cleo brought so many people joy back then, just she by she was an
1: entertainment.
0: That's so. That's so great.
1: Yeah, but here's kind of the downside. So okay. I have like I have a love hate relationship now with Miss Cleo because I really like her, but at the same time I'm like, oh yeah, you were. Definitely just trying to make a bug. Yeah, sure. (laughs) So so I think it's Yuri Del Harris was her real name. Um, She was born on August 12, 1962, and she died on July 26, 2016, unfortunately of cancer. But she um, was known as a television personality best known for Miss Cleo. The network actually ran from 1997 to 2003.
0: That's a pretty long time.
1: I didn't realize it was that long.
0: That's what, six years? Yeah. 90, 97 to 2003? Yeah. I think that's six years. I feel so smart.
1: Yeah. Well, if you remember, Miss Cleo had a Jamaican accent, Uh huh. Um, and they said that she was from Jamaica. She's not. <laughs> she was definitely born in L.A., and she was she was raised in a catholic caribbean family. so she knew the background but she wasn't mm-hmm. that wasn't her actual accent.
0: Well, i feel like miss cleo then was more so a character. Yeah. So she absolutely. was obviously playing a character and i guess it worked. i mean people called and she made a lot of money.
1: Right. Well, in 1996, Harris and her partner opened a thea- theatrical production company in Seattle, Washington, which Okay, that makes sense because she's a theater person and now she's going to do this fortune telling.
0: Makes total sense.
1: Um, She produced several plays that were written by her and she also acted in her first project was called For Women Only. So she was definitely an influencer of like women and their power and all this stuff. But and she
0: was a playwright.
1: She was a playwright. So she owned her own production company. That's so, so cool. So she was doing really well. Well... She had a project called the Supper Club Cafe in 1997, and it was not successful at all, which basically just everything in her life crashed. She Mm. was in so much debt. She couldn't provide promises that she had made for her fellow employees and actors and stuff. She couldn't pay them. So she kind of just like took off because she was going really downhill. Yeah. So a lot of people were mad at her, but... They said that she wrote every actor and crew member a letter telling them that she owed them money and she would repay them one day. So that's in the 19, the late 1990s. She began to work for the Psychic Readers Network under the name Cleo. So that's where Miss Cleo came from. Uh, they claimed she was a mythical shaman from Jamaica which was not true. <laughs> um, <laughs> so she did her thing and all this stuff. They were actually sending unsolicited emails that would say, like, Miss Cleo authorized an issue for a special tarot reading and stuff. And people would click on them because people back then didn't realize you get spam. You emails. would click,
0: I think that was like pre spam, and you would click on anything. Yeah. All I need to do is enter my social security number. All right. <laughs>
1: Just sure. Great. But she was doing fairly well. And like I said, there was people that had funny stories and she was kind of a companion sometimes for some people. And she stated that she loved her clients and she did have a relationship with some of them by just talking and everything. But of course, the network, the Psychic Readers Network, began to surface all the lies and stuff that they were telling And they basically were being sued, like, left and right.
0: For false advertising or something? For false
1: advertising, um, for... Like I said, back then, too, tarot reading was taken a a lot more seriously. I mean, they were using tarot readings and stuff for, like, solving crimes. They still do today, but they don't hold as much clout. Oh, wow. But, like, back in, like, the 70s and stuff, like, they turned to psychics and tarot readings and everything because they didn't know how to find murderers. So, like, they didn't have the DNA testing they do today. So... I mean, they were held to a pretty high standard. And like thinking back, like uh, my mom went to a psychic, like. That's right. A lot of people's parents did like hypnotizing or psychics or something like that. So it was definitely really, really big back in the day. So anyways, they basically were getting charges of deceptive advertising, fraud, At one point, they were getting so many calls that they didn't even have Miss Cleo answering them. They had her associates answering them. Oh,
0: like Greg and uh Ryan.
1: Right. So like people that like understood that they could pay to talk to Miss Cleo weren't even getting Miss Cleo, but they were still being charged.
0: What's up? This is Greg.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> they had lawsuits in 2001. They had lawsuits in Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Missouri, New York, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Florida.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Of people being so like mad with the services
0: i guess you could also use the names of those states for a list that says states that believe you can call and get a lot of really good psychic information from a phone and it would be Mm -hmm. those states florida kansas pennsylvania (laughs) illinois
1: i'm really surprised ohio's not on there because ohio like would eat that up
0: there's nothing to do in Ohio. I think that's why.
1: I mean, I'm sure there was a billion times that me and my girlfriends were so close to calling Miss Cleo at a slumber party. Like, (laughs) I mean, it was the thing to do. Like, calling stuff was like, oh, you can call this and do this. Like, it's so funny. But thankfully, Harris was not indicted for this. Like, she didn't get in trouble for this because she just worked there. Um, But, I mean, she definitely was kind of hated because... Her, you know, everything was fake about her. Like she lied to millions and millions of people. So the company had enough money to actually settle uh, $500 debt that they owed.
0: They had uh, that much money to settle? Yeah. Oh my gosh. People were calling psychics left and right. Yeah. $500 million?
1: So I think she kind of like... See, this is why I kind of like her because I like to think that she had this production company, she lost it all, she felt guilty that all of her employees were out of work and didn't get paid, she tried to make up for it, being a theater major, I mean she was like I can go do this. She made a bunch of money. It went on too long. It got too popular. It went under again. Like, I think she was just, and she was dealing with cancer as well. So it's like, I really think that she was just trying to be, I like to think that she was just trying to pay it back, but then everything caught up to her again.
0: Well, and then she was also trying to make a name for herself. And then I guess if you think about it, like being in theater and being a playwright, you like the idea of acting and playing characters.
1: Right, exactly. So
0: this was like such a good and also lucrative way for her to do that. She could be Miss Cleo and make a lot of money.
1: Right. Well, after the whole thing happened, you would think like, oh, now she's just in shambles again. But no, she actually made the best out of it. So <laughs> She voiced a character, Auntie Paulette, in the 2002 video game Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Oh,
0: that's hilarious.
1: Um, She... Has a book called Keeping It Real, The Practical Guide for Spiritual Living.
0: I um, love that. In 2003,
1: the D- the New York Daily Times reported a TV music network fuse had signed Harris as a spokes- uh, spokeswoman. So basically what she would do was she would appear on television as Miss Cleo, like kind of as a joke now, uh-huh. like for commercials, for like used car dealerships and stuff like that. <laughs> Um, but she got in trouble for that because the network still owned Miss Cleo, so they oh. she couldn't use that character anymore. Um, So she was just going by Cleo. Got it. Um, In 2014, she spoke out about the experiences at the Psychic Readers Network in a documentary called Hotline, um, which focused on telephone relationships between strangers.
0: Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, I
1: kind of read that and I was like, that would be a really cool documentary, I think, to watch. Like, what an interesting person. I think that would be really fun.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: 2015, she appeared as cleo in a series of advertisements again for general mill's uh french toast crunch What? (laughs) so she was just miss cleo but cleo
0: you know what cereal was really good yeah french toast crunch
1: i didn't like french toast crunch it got like soggy and it was too cinnamony
0: yeah it was very good
1: i don't know all right but i mean if miss cleo likes it then maybe i do too But yeah, she did that. She kind of, she had kids. She got married at a really young age, um, had a daughter, divorced by 21. Yeah, she had a lot of struggle. Um, In 2006, uh, 2006, she came out as gay. So she had to fight for that. And she led a lot of prides and all that stuff, which is great. She was being an activist, but Yeah, she died at the age of 53. But I think what an interesting person. Like you never thought that Miss Cleo was kind of like, you know, this, you just think she's ripping people off. But when you look at her life, I'm like, you know, I think she was just trying to make the best out of what she had.
0: 100%. And I think that, she made, she, she seems like the person who made the most out of a bad situation. Yeah. Her play didn't do very well. I'm sure that she had invested a lot of her money into it. Mm-hmm. owed people money.
1: Well, she had a she, production company.
0: Exactly. So she dipped, did the Miss Cleo thing, rose to the top because everyone who's around our age knows Miss Cleo. Yeah. And remembers those commercials. That hap- that went south she hustled and did other stuff, rose to the top again or at least stayed at least um, above water right and I think that that's so great. I mean I'm we I I feel like more so now like these days we're in like the age of the hustle. you yeah. have a bunch of hustles that you're doing a lot of people are trying to find ways to, being an individual and being able to reap the benefits of your own creativity and your individuality. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Miss Cleo was crushing it.
1: Yeah. Well, it was funny too because I read in there as well. Um, I guess somebody did like a report of like how many times Miss Cleo was actually accurate about something. Like anybody to step forward and say, like, yeah, she really nailed this on the head. And not one person <laughs> said that she did. But you know, whatever. I like to think that she was just struggling and she was trying to make do the best she could. I don't know if. For all I know, she could have been a really, really terrible person, but <laughs> I kind of want to watch that documentary hotline now and see what it's all about.
0: Me too. And now I wish that a younger a younger me would have called Miss Cleo not having to worry about
1: and paid what a phone
0: bill is. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I think that would have been so funny.
1: <laughs> I know. I feel like at slumber parties, we almost did call before, but we never ended up doing it.
0: I once, when uh, I was very young, there was the Disney Channel mm-hmm. on TV, and we only got it like for a few hours in the morning or something, and then it would go away. Yeah. Because it was like, this is what you could be enjoying at the Disney Channel if you just pay money. I'm I-
1: surprised you didn't have it because you were a rich kid.
0: Well, we weren't. <laughs> and then, so I called. <laughs> I remember I, I would always wake up at like 5 a.m.
1: Yeah, because Jungle Terry would be there already.
0: He'd always be there, and he'd be cooking us breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Those no, it's not the way I like my eggs scrambled Terrence and I'd yell at him. <laughs> but I remember calling the phone number for the Disney line and talking to a sales rep on the phone when I was like six years old. Yeah. Trying to buy the Disney channel. And I would keep I, I, I had to keep going into my mom and dad's room because I had to keep asking them for our address and our zip code and all this stuff because I didn't know it. <laughs> So, I was like putting the person on hold trying to buy the Disney Channel. Then I well, think. Weren't
1: they suspicious?
0: Yo, for. Well,
1: I, I that think. That you were on the phone telling a stranger your address and your phone number and all this other stuff?
0: Who was suspicious? Linda and David? Yeah. My, my parents? Yeah. They were because my mom woke up and hung the phone up. <laughs> yeah. So, either way. Oh. Well, really interesting info about Miss Cleo.
1: Yeah, Miss Cleo. If you don't know who Miss Cleo is, I don't. I mean, I think a lot of people do. You can probably find clips of her thing on YouTube. I mean... Totally. It is it is what it is. She has a Jamaican accent. She says she can tell your fortune, call her.
0: And she just seems so nice. And it's like, I want to call her.
1: I wonder what happens if you call the number now.
0: We'll have to try it on an episode. Yeah. We will have to try it.
1: <laughs> well, funny thing, because Unsolved Mysteries just came back. And I know a long time ago... I brought up if you used to call the old Unsolved Mysteries hotline number, which I forget now, which we did. And like it says that that number has been out of order. And then you wait a minute and there's like tiger noises in the background. It was
0: very weird. It
1: was really weird. Like I wouldn't say it was spooky, but I would. It was weird. It was weird. We called with my mom. My mom was like, I don't like that.
0: No, I didn't like that either. (laughs) Well, hey, speaking of calling, We have a haunted hotline for our podcast that you're listening to right now. If anyone's even listening, uh, you can call us and ask us a question about... If you need psychic advice, we'll give it to you. If you have a question about... <laughs> oh, no,
1: maybe we shouldn't give psychic advice because they got sued.
0: If you need fake psychic advice, we <laughs> will give go. it to you. If you, if your cupboards keep opening downstairs, if you think you saw a ghost, if you think you might have time-traveled, if you were eating a chocolate bar in a parking lot and you saw people you know drive by, but then it actually didn't happen, you can call and talk to us about it on our hotline. The phone number is 803 816 2667 or 803-816-BOOS, B-O-O-S, and you can call whenever you want. And you'll never talk to a person. It'll go straight to voicemail like Lindsay did when she was trapped by a Sasquatch.
1: Yeah. If you get trapped by a Sasquatch and you need help, just call our hotline and they'll probably ask you riddles. So just be prepared. Either be really good at riddles or <laughs> know people that are.
0: Well, speaking of our hotline, we have a voicemail and we're going to listen to it. You ready? Okay,
1: I'm ready.
2: Hey guys, it's, uh, your pod bud, the Rav Champ, Calvin here. Um calling to tell you that me and a friend of mine went randonauting the other day, uh, which is that cool randonautica app thing that you guys have been talking about. Um there was nothing really spooky to report, fortunately. Um we, uh, we saw some cool stuff in the woods. It took us to a few different places and, like, parks nearby. Uh we saw like an herb garden. We saw this little bench that was made out of a log um but i uh I intend to follow up on this call because we wanna go again and uh in the little the little place that uh lets you put your intentions in on the app uh we we just put in like we wanna find something cool we wanna find something new uh we were <laughs> we we were too scared this time to uh put in something spooky, but I think next time. For feeling a little bit braver, we'll uh we'll go searching for something there. So I just wanted to update you guys. You have a uh you have a listener who has gone nodding and intends to go again. All right. Be good guys. Bye.
1: I watched that video and it was really interesting. I think I know he said it wasn't really spooky, but there was one part where they actually went out into the middle of the woods. And they did find a bench, but you have to watch it because it is literally in the middle of nowhere and there's not really like a trail. And it's like just a really handmade looking random bench. I guess and it that is kind of weird. And it huh? doesn't like overlook anything. Like usually they're like on the side of a really busy trail or they're overlooking like a pretty view. But I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird.
0: I didn't know that a video existed. Yeah. And now I got to watch it. it.
1: Yeah, you'll have to watch it.
0: I want to watch it. I just want to go
1: random nodding. Like maybe I because I don't leave the house, like maybe you can call me and then I'll have like a 7 second lag because our internet doesn't work either. Mm-hmm. Um and then you can take me random nodding with you.
0: Oh, so like via FaceTime or whatever. Yeah. Okay, well, that sounds fun. It seems (laughs) a little bit one-sided because it might, you know, if anyone were to be in danger, it would be me, you know?
1: No, I mean Calvin.
0: Oh, I thought you meant I go and you stay here.
1: (laughs) No, No, I'm saying like we can be on the couch chilling and then people could go for us.
0: Yeah, is that'd that be taking fine?
1: advantage?
0: No, Aww. no. You know it's not. If Calvin doesn't get hurt, yeah. Well, and if Calvin gets hurt, then I will feel bad.
1: In seven seconds after you say "help me," I can call the police for you. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah.
0: Well, I'm really excited that you went random nodding, Calvin. I know that another friend of the show who we also did a spell bonding with, Daniel Spencer, went random nodding, mm-hmm. and. Daniel found a giant dome in the middle of the woods, like yeah. one of those. Uh, I always want to say incandescent, but it's not geodesic.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I'm I'm not smart. One of those things mm-hmm. uh, in the woods, and it always seems like people are finding stuff in the woods. Yeah, likes to, the 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 app likes to take people to the middle of the woods where there's a special prize.
1: Well, because there's an, you don't always go in the woods. Yes, Like you always outside the woods. Yeah. That's my metal band name.
0: Outside the woods.
1: Outside the woods, but that's really funny because I'm always in the woods. Yeah. But that's like my destiny is outside the woods. That's cool. Yeah, that's my story. It's a pretty cool <laughs> background story. What is that? What was that MTV, uh, not live.
0: Oh, True Life.
1: No, the, where the musicians would play Unplugged.
0: Unplugged. Yeah,
1: that's like what else will explain when my metal band plays on MTV Unplugged.
0: With a bunch of acoustic guitars and yeah. only a snare drum?
1: Yeah, why didn't they ever have metal bands come on there and play an acoustic set?
0: That would have been so awesome.
1: Like how mind-blowing would that have been? It'd be great. Yeah.
0: I bet you it'd be really fun to listen to as well.
1: Yeah, like acoustic, uh, I don't know skeleton witch <laughs> there
0: we go there we go yeah that'd be sweet well calvin you talking about nodding has made us talk about if skeleton witch would play an acoustic unplugged show so thank you very much for that
1: maybe they will we should reach out to them
0: they're from around here
1: yeah okay maybe they would play an acoustic set
0: maybe we could get skeleton witch to do a heavy metal version uh of the spooky spouses theme
1: Ooh, that'd be fun wouldn't that be so
0: great yeah That'd be awesome. That would be pretty cool. Or Eli would just do one.
1: Yeah, or we just say it's Skeleton Witch, but really it's just Eli.
0: Yeah, that'd be great.
1: And we dress up like dress him up like a skeleton and a witch.
0: Well, Eli's name would have to be something a little bit different, like, I don't know, uh, Zombie Warlock, or uh, I keep wanting to say Zombie. Or I'm just trying to think of it. Flute Arms. Or just Flute Arms. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah,
1: it's his alias. Cool. Well, nice.
0: Yeah, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin, thank you for calling us, and please let us know if you go rando-nodding again. Legally, now you have to tell us, because we are, uh, spoiler, we both work for the CIA and, or the FBI, whatever one is more scary, mm-hmm. and you have to call us again and let us know if you go. So there. Yeah. Well, I think that's the end of our show, probably. Actually, definitely, because we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning, the middle and the end of our show. You can find Eli on social media at Eli, who does music. He's special, sweet and he's made of raw meat and he has flute arms (laughs) and he loves uh, he loves steak, I guess.
1: Sure. Uh, We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. It's a big group of happy, creative, fun people that we're included in. Uh, You can check out the Scavengers Network at thescavengersnetwork.com or you could also check out our little site and that's spookyspousescast.com. It'll take you right to our merchandise and what we're doing and, you know, the yada, yada, yada.
0: And also, we'd like to thank blah, 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 and yada, yada for doing the yada, yadas. We would also like to thank each and every one of you for listening to our show, for helping us spread the word about the show, for telling your friends or telling uh, the Mothman or something, I guess. we That's really all we ask. You know, people say do the five-star thing and the review thing. Eh, whatever. That's all. You know that's that's a lot of work. Just tell people about the show, and that would be great.
1: Yeah, and really quick, I've been reading the book by Pat Oswald's wife, "I'll Be Gone in the Dark," and I will just say it's very, very good. But it's giving me nightmares.
0: I've heard about these nightmares, and they it's Lindsay is telling the truth.
1: Yeah, it's a scary book. So if you want to read something scary for the Halloween season coming up. That's your book.
0: And no, Lindsay is not bragging that she knows how to read. This is just a book (laughs) that Lindsay likes a lot.
1: Well, I don't know how to read. I just assume it's really scary. (laughs) There are pictures in it, so...
0: It's all pictures.
1: Yeah, it helps.
0: It's actually just uh, one of those Richard Scary books with like the (laughs) raccoons or whatever, the caterpillars. Yeah. And also, um, since we're just saying stuff that we like... Again, if you want to, you can check out the album that is coming out this Friday. Um, it's coming out on Friday because it's a band camp day, and all the proceeds of album sales go directly back to the artists. I made it with my very good friend, Turner. He is also a Taurus, and he's wonderful. The group is called Mems, M-E-M-Z. The website is memsduo.com, or I'll also put a link to the thing in the show notes, and that's it. That's all I want to say. I'm done. I'm done plugging stuff, but thank you very much. And if you listen to it, great. If you hate it, please don't tell me.
1: And hey, um side note, didn't think about this. The album is called Music for Exploring. What a perfect album to listen to while you're rando nodding.
0: You know what? Honestly, it would be it would be fun to listen to while you're rando nodding. Absolutely. Wow, thanks Lens.
1: We'd also like to thank each and every one of you because without you, there is us. But just a sadder, not scary version, or maybe scarier version. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Well, until next week, I hope that you all go rando nodding and you find the actual Miss Cleo somewhere in the woods, or her spirit, and she passes you. The uh, what magical phone number, her toll free number, and then now you're the keeper of the phone number. Yes, do you want to just that's going to be yours too?
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking in my head (laughs) it was a whole nother topic, and it's just going to get into a tangent. But basically, since she has passed on, now I wonder if you find her ghost, you can have her tell your fortune.
0: Okay, and I'm going to choose to not make a tangent out of it.
1: Okay, well, until next week, have a spooky hey, Halloween's coming. (laughs)
0: hey everyone and just in case he said no Halloween's almost here so maybe we'll do something fun for Halloween I'm not really sure I'm sure we will though okay we'll see each and every one of you later bye bye
1: bye How does this sound?
0: Talk about your favorite ravioli.
1: I don't like ravioli that much. Like, it's good, but...
0: Keep going. It's not my favorite. Keep talking about ravioli.
1: I guess if I had to say there was a favorite, like, stuffing in a ravioli, (laughs) maybe, like, something spinach,
0: pine nuts. Something spinach? Cheesy. Okay, so you mean... Ricotta,
1: (laughs) spinachy, pine nut.
0: Now, by spinachy, you probably just mean spinach. Yeah, Okay.
1: Or something that tastes adjacent to spinach.
0: Crappy spinach. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thanks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Blends>. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Scavengers
0: Network. Creator driven,
1: community focused,
0: treasured content. Podcube. Podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube.
2: Listen for yourself to the flagship Podcube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery. Recorded on local. Location in 1880,
0: simply search Podcube, all one word, in your podcast app, or visit poweredbypodcube.com. Podcube, the future is
2: yesterday. Babe, well,